Before we start, I want you to know that this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Life by Design, a six-week online course that helps you create goals, vision, and get clear about where you're going and what you want to happen next in your life. It's the perfect first step for those of you looking for some personal development. This short course will guide you step-by-step through how to create a clear vision for a successful year ahead. We dive into purpose, we do goal setting using the SMART method so you can set your intentions for the next one or five or even 10 years. We have a vision board workshop and so much more. If you're looking for an opportunity to get clear about what's next for you, my gal pal Katie and I designed this course just for you. It's almost like life coaching 101. You don't need a business to use this course. This course is the beginning basics for anyone interested in becoming more intentional about what's happening in their life. It's a perfect time of year for some personal development. Start your journey today by visiting anstocky.com forward slash life by design. That's anstocky.com forward slash life by design. Doors are open now. So take a peek and see if this short course is for you. Saki, a former flower shop and boutique owner turned creative business coach. With over 23 years of entrepreneurial experience, I've tried all kinds of things. Some worked well, some didn't. Whether you're just opening your first business or maybe your third or you're somewhere in between, I've got you covered. From opening businesses to branding and niching to rebranding to marketing to managing a team of employees, all while having three babies to successfully selling a business and then to starting the next one. I'll help you combine the practical day-to-day how-tos of business with empowering entrepreneurial mindsets to create a business and life that feels good to you. I'll help you start thinking like a successful entrepreneur so you can be a successful entrepreneur. If you wanna get focused, get organized, be efficient and stay on track, and brilliantly leverage that creative mind of yours, join me. If you're ready to feel confident in your business decisions, while also feeling more freedom and grace and ease around your business, this is a place for you. I created The Brilliant Creative for business owners who need a place to connect, who need a place to think big and see momentum in their creative business. And I did it because I love creatives. I am one and I love all things creative from makers to painters to photographers to interior designers to florists and bakers and course creators. I'm here to help you make more, work less, and feel good about it. And the coach in me wants to teach you how to navigate all those blocks that are often in your way. Want to make sure you never have to go back to that nine to five? You got to start thinking differently. So join me each week as we help you get clear, get a plan, and get moving so you can live the life that you've always dreamed of. At The Brilliant Creative, you get to love your work. Let's begin. Hello, hello, Brilliant Creatives. Welcome to episode 27, Distracted Much, 10 Prompts to Get You Focused Right Now. I'm here today to talk to you if you are a distracted, yet still brilliant business owner. Is that you? There are a lot of things for you to get distracted with, especially if you're in your first couple years of business. For example, maybe you're distracted by the amazing gorgeousness of your competitor's marketing, 
or maybe it's not your competitor, but somebody else in your industry and you just love their work and it's distracting. How did they get that so figured out? How did they get that so dialed in, you wonder? Their gorgeous fonts, their logo is so on brand and their colors are just right. Perhaps you are dazzled by their sparkly headshots and their ability to magically post every single day amazing and relevant material. Or maybe you're distracted by the latest social media craze in your industry and you've just kept watching and watching reel after reel. I'm curious, what does this do for you? Is it helpful? I I bet in the beginning, you know, all this distraction stuff, it starts out pretty helpful. You might be finding something out that's new. You might be looking at a new way of doing something. You might be getting a really neat idea. But after about 10 minutes of this research, it gets distracting. After watching reel number 10, think about it. What's happening for you? Do you feel on track after you've been watching reel after reel or admiring logo after logo and color palette after color palette? Do you guys get that feeling in your gut that says, "Ugh, I am in the rabbit hole and it's starting to feel bad? Or maybe you've become distracted by the latest drama unfolding on your kid's sports team or your child's social life, or the latest drama unfolding amongst, let's say, your gigantic family. Is this you? Do you spend some time in this space? I know about this space because I'll be honest, if you own or have ever owned a business and you're in charge of yourself, this is a place where business owners can lose some time and some energy. And we can also lose focus here. You know, when you aren't clear about your own branding or your own products, your ideal clients or your own workday in general, it's way easier to let yourself be distracted. If you don't have clarity around your own plan or your own program, it's really so much easier to look at somebody else's Instagram feed as opposed to creating your own posts. It's easier to look at someone else's product instead of creating your own. It's easier to look at someone else's website and marketing instead of your own. Is it easier to read someone else's blogs or articles or listen to their podcast instead of writing your own? I mean, is that true for you? Is any of this true for you? You know, there's definitely a time and place for being distracted until it gets in the way of accomplishing your business goals and staying on track. Tuning into others' channels doesn't always serve you the way you really want to be served. Does that resonate with you guys at all? If this is you, read on. I have some thoughts about this because many of us have been in this space. Many of my clients have been in this space and so have I. It's actually a common thread among business owners, especially creatives. This distraction thing has happened to me and it happens when I am unclear It happens when I am unfocused. It happens unintentionally, almost um, robotically, but it happens when I am without intention. If I don't have a focus or a goal or a plan, distraction just happens. I believe if you want to get good at managing your time and being efficient, you might want to make a decision 
The decision, if you decide you want to make it, sounds like this. I have decided I no longer want to be easily distracted. I want to be a person who's so focused and clear about the way I spend my time that distraction is a non-issue. I am becoming a person who uses my time to live the life I want to live. I fill my minutes with meaningful work that feels good. I fill my minutes with activities that bring me joy that I love to do. I fill my minutes with life-giving activities like A, B, and C, whatever those are for you. I love this way of showing up for life. If you are a business owner who's ready to make this kind of decision, I'd love to give you some prompts to help you get back to basics in your business, especially if you're feeling distracted by all the things. I will say that distraction was one thing that took a lot of minutes away in the beginning of my coaching business. Uh, Most of you know, I had a flower shop for many, many years. I owned my own business. I had employees. I had started it. I had rebranded it. I had run it and I had sold it. And so um, I certainly had all the experience of being in a business, but it was a brick and mortar business. It was a very much in-person all the time, clients walking through the door needing something business. When you are an entrepreneur who's working perhaps from home, or maybe you are mobile, or maybe you do have a brick and mortar, all of these spaces lend themselves well to distraction. You can easily get distracted. And again, I, I always talk about the first, the first couple years of business. It's, I think, easier to get distracted because you just, you're, you know less. You know less about what you really, really want to be doing. You know less about what really makes you efficient. And so if that's you, listen in. Consider, I would say, using these questions to get yourself back to kind of clarity, getting clear, because you getting clear is really very important. So these are the 10 prompts bringing you back to the basics. You guys ready? A lot of them have to do with branding, the who of you and the who and what of your client. When I found myself easily distracted, I use these. I use this strategy to just get back on track. I sit down for 20 minutes and answer 10 questions. The first one is, why did I open this business in the first place? Now, I'm going to answer it for you guys so you can kind of hear where my mind's at. And I'm going to present these 10 questions, but I don't want this to be a very long podcast because I want you guys to come back to it over and over again when you're feeling distracted. So it's going to be kind of a quickie. I'm going to expand on the first couple questions, and then I will just present the questions for you, okay? And remember, you can always go to the show notes, which is at anstocky.com forward slash podcast. You can find episode 28, and there's, you know, when you go to my website, there's a whole kind of explanation about what this episode's about and any key takeaways. And these 10 questions would be key takeaways. You can easily like copy and paste them and put them somewhere. So, okay. Let's go. Number one, why did I open this business in the first place? Uh, My answer is a couple reasons. I want to use my expertise or I wanted to use my expertise and gifts to help business owners who are stuck in any stage of their business or businesses to get to the next level. I want to help them think better. I want to help them have more money. I want to help them with their relationship with money. I want to help them love their work more and experience balance that feels good to them. I want to help them create and save time. 
by creating efficiencies in their businesses by installing routines and systems. In addition, I I mean, I want all this for my clients. This is like why I opened this business. But I also opened this business so that I could have a different kind of life, different from my very busy brick and mortar flower shop. I wanted to have more time to take care of my home, to garden, to be with kids, to plan celebrations with family and friends, to take care of my body, to have more fun, to laugh more, to play more tennis, et cetera, et cetera. Now, when I answer that question, you guys, whoa, I mean, I answered it here for you guys. But when I answer that question, all of a sudden things get really clear. I mean, why did I do this in the first place? So when you answer that question, I want you to think, how is my distraction helping me get what I want? Or is my distraction helping me get what I want? Or what I originally wanted when I started my business? Instead of scrolling Instagram, why am I not playing tennis? What do I actually want more of? For me, honestly, I want more tennis, less Instagram, more tennis. Or how is scrolling Instagram and fawning over Sarah Superstar's last 10 reels helping me be the business owner I want to be? Those are just two examples out of thousands. How about you? Why did you open your business in the first place? Number two, at a minimum, what could I do to serve my ideal client community today? So for me, I have my answer is this. I have three sets of ideal clients. When I think of them and get focused on them, it's easy to create, make, and build things for them and their success. When I get focused on them, I'm less likely to become distracted by anything. That's it. When you get so clear and start thinking, oh, my clients, I love them so. What problems are they having right now? What are they facing right now? How can I serve them? How can I help solve today's problem, whatever it is for them? How can I help them solve their own problem? What can I do for them today? When you get really focused on your ideal client, ooh, the stuff just keeps coming. Now, some of you are like, oh, Ange, I don't even know my ideal client yet. I just, I'm starting out. I'm just beginning. Yep. When you first start out, you don't necessarily know your ideal client. You don't. You have, you've got to try. You got to try a couple things. You're going to try this client and that client. You're going to start to get to know Ooh, I love this kind of client. This client's great. Oh, what's great about that client? Okay, that's probably like a whole nother episode. But start getting clear about who you love to work with. And when you do, it's easier to show up for them. Okay, so number three, that leads us right into number three. How do I want to show up for these ideal clients? How do I want to show up for these ideal clients? This question helps you get clear about who you want to be. You know that one person that has the awesome branding, the branding you wish you would have thought of? Well, she's answered all these questions. I promise that girl has answered all these questions. In the world of coaching, we'd say she's done the work. She's gotten clear on who she wants to be for her clients. She's gotten clear on how she will show up for her clients. It's one reason you like her branding so much. It likely has clarity. I bet the color makes you feel a certain way. And the font combination, it's just perfect. And the vocabulary resonates with you somehow. And I bet the branding feels confident. This person or business has branding that says, here's who I am, here's what I do, and I'm proud of it. And if you're my client, hop on my bus. 
And if you're not, wait for the next bus to come along. They are so clear about it, they don't care if you like it or not. They know that their branding will attract the clients that they want. They have gotten so clear about the who of them and how they want to show up for their clients. And that's how they do it. I think one reason I'm expanding on this is because it's easy for creatives to fall in love with others' branding. When you're in the beginning stages, you look around to see what you like, and then you can end up staying there and never getting onto your own branding. So you just keep getting distracted with all the beautiful branding there is to look at and enjoy and appreciate. About 50 hours in, you're like, oh, should I work on my business now? I've been so distracted by all this amazing branding. So the question again is, how do you want to show up for your clients? Is letting yourself be routinely distracted part of you showing up for your clients? Is that who you want to be? Is that how you want to run your show? Probably not. Maybe, but probably not. Get clear on how you want to show up for your people. It's uh, another way that'll, that will, it's another strategy, I should say, that will move you into getting some momentum. It will move you into being focused. Get focused on who you serve and how you want to show up for them. You know, when I think of answering this question for myself, what comes to mind is this. Okay, the question again, how do I want to show up for my clients? I want to be confident and clear in my writing, in my words, my messaging, and my branding. I want to be known for using my time wisely and being efficient. I want to show up as a coach that has clear boundaries. I want to show up on time with a smile and maybe a new haircut and a stylish pair of shoes. I want to show up like a million-dollar coach. I want to show up like a million-dollar speaker. I want to show up like a million-dollar podcaster. I want to show up with warm, welcoming, connecting energy that people can feel from across the room. I show up without judgment, holding space for my clients to move from where they are now to where they want to be next. I want to show up for my clients as a powerful, transformational coach, helping them create quick wins and shifts through any product or service I offer. I want to show up for my clients with can-do, anything-is-possible energy. I want my clients to know that I'm ready to help them think big, whatever that means to them. I want to show up for them and create a safe space for them to get to the next level of who they want to be. Now, you guys, this is just question number three on the list of how to get yourself undistracted. And even as I'm talking through this for you, my brain is moving towards focus. Even I, like right now, think, oh my gosh, now I've got a whole bunch of things. I really, oh yes, this is, oh my gosh, I should have posted that. And oh my gosh, I could, this is the next podcast. I mean, I can think of a couple things right now I want to do on my website so I can serve my clients better. I can think of some things I'm going to do with my Dubsado workflows to make it even easier for my clients to schedule their sessions. Just answering these three questions is already helping me get clear and focused, and I'm not distracted. If I'm clear and focused, I'm less likely to let myself get distracted. Here are some more questions. I won't um, expand on these as much, but you answering them will be helpful if you're lost in the land of distraction. If you want these in written form, again, you can visit my website, anastocky.com forward slash podcast, go to episode 28, and you'll find them in the show notes. You can copy and paste them, put put them on your own Google Doc, and then take some time to journal them. You will have newfound clarity, which is what I always want for you guys. Okay, number four, what value do I bring to my clients' lives? What value do I bring to my clients' lives? Number five, if I could shout something to them, to my clients from the rooftops, 
what would it be? Do you guys want to know what my answer for that is? Because I answer this one a lot. Um, My answer is you can be anything you want to be. You can do anything you want to do. You get to love your work. You get to love your work. If I ever... If I ever imagine myself shouting something to the whole world, it's that. You get to be who you want to be. Might take some work. Might take some intention, but you get to. Okay, number six. What do I want my clients to know? Number seven. What do I want them to enjoy? Number eight. What can I easily offer them this week? Paid or not? Paid or free? Just because you... Like, let's say that you have a um, brick and mortar. What if you offered something for free, almost like an online business does? Online businesses have all these lead generation pages. You guys know about them because I offer them a lot. I say, oh, hey, you can get this free at nantitaki.com forward slash life by design or whatever the free thing is. There's usually a place where you can go and get it for free. What if you're a brick and mortar, let's say, bakery? or flower shop, and you want to offer something free to your clients. Like if I'm a bakery, ooh, the top 10 things I would use at my Easter table, Easter's coming up. So the top 10 breads I would have at my Easter table, or I'm just, I'm literally just riffing and throwing this out there. Um, But if you are a brick and mortar, there's no reason why you can't give out a top 10 list for free. If you're a flower shop, top 10 best flowers right now for spring. Top 10 longest lasting flowers for spring right now. Okay, so just kind of like getting you thinking. Number nine question is, what can I easily offer them this month? Paid or not? Paid or not? Number 10, and the last one, who do I need to be to serve them in this way? And usually the the answering prompt or the prompt I give you guys to answer this question is, I need to be a person that blank. You know, getting back in touch with the value that you bring to your people is powerful and it helps you align with your business values. It turns your head away from watching others and their business values and gets you focused on your own. Some people call this keeping your eye on your own bobber, especially here in Minnesota where we have 10,000 lakes, a land of of 10,000 lakes, which, you know, we're a hockey family here. So um, we have the poster that says land of 10,000 rinks. Mm -hmm. Just a little deep dive into what's happening over here. Okay. So you guys, some people call this keeping your eye on your own bobber. And when I get in this mode, I sometimes picture myself in a lane, like a running lane with blinders on both sides. So I can only focus on myself. I can't see anybody else. I'm just in my own lane. For some reason, there's comfort in this for me. I only have to stay in my own lane. It's almost like I just get to be in my own lane. I don't need to look at anyone else. I don't need to be anyone else. Just myself. That is enough. There's just, I don't know. It's just comforting to be here. The trick for you guys is getting really focused on you and your clients. If you find yourself constantly looking and loving someone else's stuff, whatever it is, what would it take? to be looking at and loving your own stuff. Get focused on the who of you. Get focused on what you started your business for in the first place. 
Get focused on what you want for your business, not what someone else has for their business. If you find yourself getting sucked into, say, family or neighborhood or friendship drama that you'd prefer not to, I wonder, what would you like to be doing instead? Perhaps you'd like to be reading a book that would be helpful to you in your current stage of business, like The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss or Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey, or maybe you want to read Tara Moore's Playing Big, Practical Wisdom for Women Who Want to Speak Up, Create, and Lead. Or maybe you want to get really good at some new entrepreneurial habits and you want to read Atomic Habits by James Clear. Or maybe you'd rather be learning about floral design and getting prepared to host an Italian dinner party where you'll make all the arrangements yourself. Or maybe you want to be playing volleyball on a team with friends instead. The big question here is, what do you want to be doing? And how intentional have you been on what you actually want to be spending your minutes doing? The 10 questions I provided, they'll help you get focused on business. But the questions I'd love for you to consider for a good and balanced life are things like, what would you love to be doing more of? Whether it's in work or outside of work, the clearer you get on the who of you, the what of you, the who of your business and the what of your business, boy, the better your life will be. Good luck this week getting intentional about what you really want to be doing. I hope distraction falls by the wayside and space opens up for you to truly enjoy more of your minutes the way you want to be enjoying them. Until next time, happy entrepreneuring. Bye. Bye.